Hey, 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 people. This is Danny Yang of uh, Danny Says Relax. Uh, We're in September now, so you're probably wondering uh, what has happened to me. I haven't done a podcast in a few months. Uh, That's normally what happens when you get deported and wind up on the wrong side of the wall. Um, yeah, how's it going, people? Uh, Lots of things going on with me. When I say lots of things, I mean really not anything. Um, Just kind of, you know, bullshitting my way through life. Um, If you follow any of my feeds uh, because you're afraid that uh, I might, um, you know, maim anyone in your family and you're kind of being proactive about it, uh, you know I've done a, a, a very slight amount of shows, and when I say slight, I mean, um, well, you know, there's this thing where you can't just show up and walk on stage, uh, without getting thrown out, and, um, I don't know, they, they, they seem to be a lot more, enforce that a lot more in, uh, in New York than I, than I would like, uh, but, um, yeah, it doesn't matter if, uh, you kind of go up there and, you know, I'm kind of like a guy with a with a, with a with a gun in one of those old uh, movies where, like, I'm I'm not going to really shoot anybody, but I can hold people off with it. I'm like, don't come near me, don't come near me. You know, I don't need a gun though. Um, yeah, I could just threaten a cough on them, and for the the majority of uh, people who are uh, out of town in New York, which is uh, basically all of them, all of Brooklyn at this point. Uh, all hipsters that wandered in from God knows where uh, invaded uh, Brooklyn, and uh, and then people from Brooklyn tell me, no, they're not invading. They're not invading. I'm like, God, I wish they would to improve your fucking education, man. I can say that because I'm from Queens. I don't know what the hell that means. No, I, I did live in Brooklyn uh, when I first came uh, to this country. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you, have uh, friends in Brooklyn, and um, yeah, they don't really uh, upset that stereotype, okay? So we're not uh, upsetting the apple cart here. So already you're probably thinking, Danny, like, why did you come back to podcasting? You obviously have no affinity for it, and um, we don't like you. And that is the big question. That's the big eg- existential question that I'm trying to uh, rack my brains about uh, at this point as well. Like, why why come back to something uh, where, uh, you know, people obviously dislike it or are apathetic to it? And the answer is um, probably because I'm Asian and I'm used to that type of upbringing upbringing from my parents. I don't know. Anyway, um, I, I, I'm doing this because I almost forgot I had this podcast. Uh, thank you, uh, Allie, for, for letting me know. Allie is a great friend from, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say exactly where she is, um, but, uh, if you need to find her to, to really, uh, just exhibit how disappointed you are that that somebody told me reminded me that I had a podcast you go to uh, 868 uh Ludville Drive Ludico Drive and uh in the great uh, state of uh Ohio 
nah, nah, I'm not gonna, uh, no, I'm not putting, that's not her real address, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, putting her in witness protection, uh, because she is one of the only people that thinks, uh, uh that kind of chuckles a little bit at, uh, my comic prowess, prowl, I, you know, I don't know, I, I can't speak English, I can't, I, I can't, I can barely read, all right, so, uh, not that I'm reading anything right now, but, uh, hello, uh, Allie, hello, uh, I think, uh, Sister Keely is visiting too, hello, Keely, how's it going, uh, they're two very good friends of mine, uh, and when I say good friends, uh, they weren't good enough to help me get my green card, but, uh, I, I really can't pick on them too much, because, uh, Keely's, uh, beau is, was a former, former wrestler, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I don't want to get thrown through a uh, plate glass window or something. I don't think you're funny. Yeah, well, as if that hasn't happened before, right? Um, so I'd like to say hello to them uh, and hello to uh, Modern Burrito. I'm sorry, Modern Burrito. If you ever listen to this, I know I said I do a stop motion and it has been like half a year or something like that. And I have not done that. I have been uh, busy uh, contemplating uh, contemplating elective surgeries. Let's put it that way, you know. Uh, I, I, I thought I might get like, a, you know, uh, an extra ear uh, put in the back of my head because so many people whisper after my accident. That guy kind of, eh, you know, I, I kind of want to hear that because uh, that would do wonders for my esteem. Uh, let's see here. So what's going on? What's going on? Uh, oh, if you are in New York, you should become a Cremedian. Um, I, I do take classes and, and Rick Crom is, is a great, great, uh, mentor. Uh, he is like, uh, the Yoda that you never asked for, but, uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, that, that, that is, uh, that is, he is a, a, a great teacher. Um, uh, why did I bring that up? Cause I'm a brown noser. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm still in New York city, meaning I am not in Texas meaning my house is no longer the Alamo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You, you, it, it, this parts of Texas are kind of weird. Parts of it are okay. Just like the people, you know. Some people, it's just like... Like, I make jokes about New York and the Midwest, West Coast. But you make a joke about Texas, all of a sudden... Some of these freaks come out with their, you know, their little beaver skin hats, you know, and, and they're screaming at you and, and they're just like, hey, you can't say that about Texas. You don't, you're not even from Texas. It's like, dude, I lived there long enough to be able to say anything. Okay. I know you people don't think I am from there. It's like, no kidding. I am not from there. But I don't have this slow, stupid, drawling way of speaking because I enjoy it. It's because I lived there with the illiteracy for so long. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Only half of them are illiterate. No, no. And I'm not even saying everyone, okay? I, I don't know what the freaking problem is, but some people they just don't jive with, and that person would be me. But um, some people are okay. You know, it's just like everywhere else. You give them enough money and they think, okay, this guy's okay. But uh, some people, I don't know. I don't know. They refuse to accept defeat, uh, even though the Civil War was several hundred years ago. But um, uh, I don't know. I I wasn't here during that war. And uh, I wasn't going to be there for the next Civil War that apparently some of those uh, mothers are going to start. Because, yeah, you get to hear that kind of rhetoric. Um, not that I didn't find it interesting and, and, and not that I don't think the South can win in a civil war because they certainly can. They have enough guns and they are, uh, mostly, uh, most of the guys actually are dumb enough to charge into a hail of bullets for uh, no particular reason. You know, I, they, they charge into bullets like, uh, like, you know, I, I walk through a brisk storm, like a rain, not not like a hurricane, just like a rain, you know, not a hailstorm either. They, they, they just like that kind of action. Don't know why, you know, and I don't care if you show your kids how to shoot guns. OK, but I would appreciate not uh, using my picture as a target. OK, no, some of those guys that shoot guns are fine. You know? And it, it was really interesting and they were cool. Um, that's why I became a member of the NRA. No, I am not a member of the NRA. I'm pretty sure you, uh, you, you need to have an interest in, in, uh, guns, uh, besides going pew, 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 you know, uh, cause I went to their headquarters down in Dallas and I went, Hey, can I join? They're like, ah, you like guns? And I'm like, yeah, pew, 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 pew. They're like, uh, what? You know, we, we don't understand French. Okay. All right. So what's been going on? Um, doing a lot of writing, doing a lot of, doing some reading. I read uh, a great book called The uh, Fisherman. If you like uh, cosmic horror, like I do, you know, by looking in the mirror every morning, just this existential dread, this cosmic horror. Um no, I feel like a old Howard Phillips Lovecraft, that old racist bastard. <laughs> he spent like what, like six months in Red Hook in Brooklyn, and came out. Well, no, no, he had to be have been a racist before he went to uh, Red Hook. Now, all the uh, if there are any white listeners uh, to this, they're all tensing up. They're like, uh, we're not like Howard Phillips. We're not like H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, we, we, we love the diversity, blah, blah, blah. Does anybody really like diversity? You know, I, I mean, I'm a minority and, well, I'm a minority here if I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm screwed in the head. I, I, I'm a minority anywhere. Uh, well, I, at least I'm the one that admits I'm screwed in the head. I, 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 trust me, I've met plenty of people that are that are undiagnosed, and I can diagnose them saying, you fucked up. You ought to see somebody, because, man, you're stupid and stupid and crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Some people uh, can't recognize that. Uh, I don't know if it's because of age or uh, just wisdom, but... Um, yeah, it's just, 
you you gotta know you're freaking stupid and crazy if you're getting in the bar fights like every other day. You know, it's just like, all right, Tuesday I have the day off. Wednesday I gotta fight some stranger over the score uh, 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 on the next game, or you know, it's just like, it's just like, give why, why use that energy to um, I don't know. It, it again, it's like young guy who's too horny energy is what I call it, where they either fight all the time or they do these stupid kind of acrobatic tricks to try and impress girls and uh, normally some guys can do it there but most guys will land on their arm and shatter their you know their elbow or land on their leg and break their femur and the you know the the girls that uh that 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 you're trying to win over like this um just go back in history all right you remember jousting yeah um, it's kind of stupid, right? Just knocking somebody off a horse with a pole. <clears throat> You're doing like a, a version of jousting that's infinitely dumber. Okay. You're, you're going to a bar getting drunk and then just trying to flex and, you know, not, not that I, I don't enjoy watching cause I, I think it's funny. Uh, watching two guys with caps on backwards circle each other for like at least 40 minutes with the occasional shove you shut up you shut up you shut up you know and and then uh hoping that i i can remain invisible long enough to see if an actual punch is thrown uh this is normally only good if i dislike both parties um if it's somebody that i know uh, I have to lie to myself and think, should I get involved in this? And I know I'm not going to get involved in that. I, I don't, I don't want to hang around people like that anymore anyway. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if somebody I know is, is shoving somebody and they're going back and forth and it's not a mugging, you know, I, I, why are you getting into a fight in a bar? I mean, if it's a bar that I, I'm going to, it's got to have cheap beer, uh, so you're not getting into a fight over like like two dollar pitchers of like Bud Light or something, okay? You're getting into a fight over piss, basically, is what I'm saying. Like, just don't, don't, and don't drag me into it, okay? I, I don't want to. I don't want to get involved in that type of stuff. I'm weak. I'm feeble. Everybody knows this. It's all over the internet. Everybody knows I got sick. And even before I was sick, I was already sick of life. I, I, I'm not going to go into any more explanation than I need to about that. Uh, if you do, um, I'm sure you can, sure somebody in the great state of Texas can, to, can divulge my, uh, my psych records. Um, yeah, it turns out I was a mutant. And, uh, yeah, I had laser beam shooting out of my eyes, so I had to go to a special school there. Okay, uh, what has happened? So, um, I don't know, I don't know, just, yeah, a lot of writing, a lot of, uh, chatting people up. Hey, get excited. Hey, can I get on your show? Hey, I'm gonna be doing this, this, that, and a lot of kind of apathy, like, oh, all right, yeah, that, that, that's, that's great, Dan, um, yeah, you know, um, this probably isn't something you want to, uh, say to somebody on Grinder. we're just here for the, uh, gay sex, 
right. I'm not gay, by the way. Well, it, it really just depends um, on, uh, you know, how, how, how late I am with my bills. Um, it's, it's, that's a joke. That's a joke. Why not, why not, why not get gay people angry at you as well, Danny, uh, as well as everyone else? And people used to tell me, Danny, the whole world is, you know, oh, woe is Danny. The whole world hates you. And I'm like, well, I have the mentality of an angst-ridden teenager. So, yeah, that would be the natural progression of my logic, right? Uh, as I kind of listen to 90s grunge and then uh, ultimately end with a, a, a new metal medley of uh, Limp Bizkit. Bizkit. Um, yeah, I, you know, oh, this is what I saw. I just saw a documentary about Woodstock 99 and how insanely ridiculous it was. And, and I remember Woodstock 99. I don't know if you guys were born at that point. Uh, but if you were at Woodstock 99, that might have been when you were born if you didn't know uh, your father. Because uh, I remember uh, I didn't, I kind of knew it was bad because it was in the news. All the uh, sexual assaults and people basically, the, po- uh, the outhouses overflowing and people were not running around in mud. That was actually feces. That was, that was shit that they were throwing at each other. And, um, I remember seeing the, um, the lineup, uh, you had, like, Cheryl Crow, you had Alanis Morissette, you had Jewel, and then you had freaking Limp Bizkit, and then you had, like, uh, Rage, Rage Against the Machine, you had Metallica, and they were talking about, like, how all these, like, uh, it was, like, just a bunch of angry white guys, I'm like, yeah, I would love to have been the girl, like, with the holding flowers, thinking this was, like, some sort of Lilith Fair Woodstock, going in there and immediately just, like, being on set by these, like, hormonal frat boys that are, like, playing knockout with each other, hats on, crooked, it, it, this is a horrible, horrible thing. This happened up in uh, Rome, New York, um, and like, and people like died from dehydration and stuff. It was just like, wow, that's uh, that's peace and love. That's rest in peace and love. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the hell. Like Kid Rock was there, and it's not like I'm, I'm knocking these guys because you know, hell knows, uh, you know, Kid Rock is a, a, a Detroit icon. Um, but, uh, you know, and if you have to live in Detroit, you, you deserve the world because that place is like Beirut back in the 80s when it was getting shelled. It's like modern-day Afghanistan. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, who the hell made a lineup with Jewel? I don't know if you guys know Jewel, but if you... Listen to the music, all right? You have Jewel, and, and, and I mean, we're not picking like, uh, like, like Liz Fair or, or, uh, or what's it called? The, uh, Veruca Salt or, 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 uh, uh, what, Luscious Jackson or whatever. 
you know, or, or those guys from, from the grunge age of the 90s. Well, Liz Fair's not grunge, but, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're not picking those guys, you know, uh, from, from Seattle that would rock it out with a guitar. And I'm not knocking Alanis said. I mean, she went down on a guy in the theater. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, Jewel is an acoustic act, basically. From, and she's from Alaska, and she's... And she's, they have her interviewed, and she's like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't know how to get get rid of this uh, heavy, heavy feeling of of dread and doom." I'm like, "Jewel, you don't go out there, man. Are you crazy? Look at these guys. They're here for freaking Metallica, and they're there for um, what's a, a lot of them were there for Limp Bizkit." Uh, even the Chili Peppers were like, what the hell, Flea was dancing, his, his dingus flapping around, and he was probably like, wait a second, these guys are from, you know, Alpha Omega Evil, you know, they're just grabbing boobs, and it was on, you, you could even see it in all footage, they're just grabbing girls' boobs and stuff, and I was just like, wow, my god, this is like, like a, a huge... Woodstock 99 was just this insanely large, like, Greek fraternity rush for morons. And the the promoter was trying to defend it, like, hey, hey, people had a lot of fun. I was just like, all right, I guess sexual assault is fun to some people. But I don't know. It sounded pretty freaking miserable. I hope they didn't even have to... Uh, they had to pay to get in there. They were charging $4 for water while people were getting dehydrated and, and dropping down dead. And apparently um, that Coachella started, uh, I don't know, like six months after that. And they were handing out water and, I don't know, anti-riot batons. I, I have no idea. But, yeah, yeah, I, that's why you don't have Woodstock anymore. But Woodstock 99, God, I, I, I was alive and thriving back then. I don't know if thriving is quite the word, but I even remember thinking, what a, what a cash grab, what a piece of shit. This is so dumb. Because um, I did watch Woodstock 94 uh, at my ex-girlfriend's house at the time. You had to get a cable simulcast, and we spent a few days, and she was all into um, Grateful Dead and all that blah, and uh, I was, you know, same kind of awkward idiot that I am now, but, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was weird that the Rollins band was in Woodstock 94, you know, and, uh, Rollins, Henry Rollins would have been dainty compared to what went on in 99, I mean, freaking Fred Durst and those guys, and, uh, I don't know, they had, uh, I, I don't know, it, it, I thought, I just thought it was stupid, I mean, why call it Woodstock at that point, it, it was basically, uh, like, this huge heavy metal, kind of new metal thing, uh, and, uh, you just kind of throw in some random people it was just like they were just mixing i i, I have no idea who who thought of mixing all these kind of acts together but um yeah it, it, it was a really uh it was a really stupid idea <laughs> but uh i don't know they keep saying that they might have woodstock again and I, i'm only hoping that they have somebody like bts in in uh sigh in other bands that i i i don't want to watch uh, <laughs> to go throw up there
but um, my favorite thing in, in that documentary was they had a, um, I didn't know this, but uh, up in Woodstock 99, they had a rave portion, and uh, Moby, Moby, the electronic artist Moby, was was up there, and even he was like, all right, this this place wasn't for, they just threw a bunch of glow sticks and they set up lights, but this crowd was not a rave crowd. And then you look at them in, in the videos, and yeah, it's a bunch of like upset frat boys, you know, uh, kind of planning their next assault. And yeah, they're not gonna be like the chill kind of peace loving uh, whatevers that you get at, at, at raves. Okay, you don't really get aggro raves. Uh, yeah, you don't get aggro raves. I, I think that's completely the the opposite of what those raves are supposed to be about. Not that I've been to that many raves. Uh, and if I have been to a rave, uh, guaranteed it was a crappy one if they invited a person like me. But, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, that was really interesting. Now, uh, what's it called? Shang-Chi, the... Uh, the Kung Fu, the Master of Kung Fu is what I, kn- I knew it as, as from the comic book. That was the name of the comic book, the, the Master of Kung Fu. And his name was Shang-Chi. He, in the comic book, he was the son of Fu Manchu. And he was basically a ripoff of Bruce Lee. Um, I, I, haven't, uh, I haven't seen this movie yet um, because... Um, I don't know. I, 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 I hate my own people. I have no idea. I just haven't seen it. I, I thought about going to see it, but then I was just like, I, I'm sure they, they, they look like they're doing plenty well. Okay, they, they made plenty of money off of that. But um, I think the guy in, that plays him, Simu, um, that, see, that, that's why my, my, my parents named me, got me, that's why I have two names. That's why I have a name, Danny, okay? Because so... Uh, even I am butchering that that guy's name. Simu, I think, is is his name. And uh, but uh, yeah, it's kind of hard for for uh, you know non Asian people to butcher uh, Danny. Okay, um, but people do. I have no freaking idea. Is that an authentic name, Danny? Yeah, it's authentic to Irish people. You idiot! It's not an Asian name. God damn it! I don't know. But. Um, yeah, uh, apparently, uh, yeah, that guy is really um, acrobatic. I, I saw him throw out the first pitch at a Giants game. Not not literally, I just saw it on um, on YouTube. And uh, he's doing flips and stuff. And uh, I just want to tell him, like, yeah, you know, you went from being on Kim's convenience, you know, like selling, you know, 7-Eleven tacos to uh, the master of kung fu. All right, if they ever dig up Bruce Lee and reanimate his body with, uh, like, Herbert West's neon glow uh, syringe, you know, the reanimator stuff, all right, that guy will kill you, okay? Because the master of kung fu is such a... You got to just go back and look at some pictures. It's essentially uh, Bruce Lee in the height of his powers in the 70s, or like, right as he died, and... It, you know, Marvel wanted to make some money off of him, so they made the master of kung fu. I'm surprised they named him Shang Chi instead of Bruce Lee or all the other ripoff guys. 
that that Hong Kong uh, developed to try and capitalize on Bruce Lee. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I like the flips and, and the jumps, and it's very acrobatic. But uh, Bruce Lee was more about not not so much acrobatics, but more about like I'm just angry. Uh, I'm just I'm just pissed off, like. Like, uh, like uh, once upon a time in um, in Hollywood, where they had Bruce Lee in there. Yeah, that that guy did Mike Mo. He did a really good Bruce Lee um, impersonation of his voice and stuff. But uh, I don't know. I I don't know. They made him so cocky. I, I, and the way I saw Bruce Lee is the way I think most Asian guys saw Bruce Lee. Just just really pissed, like a like a guy who's been stuck in traffic for like. 40, you know, I don't know how old he was, like 28 years or something, and he just couldn't make any headway, which is essentially Hollywood, and uh, it's like literally like the traffic in Hollywood, I'm not, it's not even a metaphor for the Hollywood system, you just get stuck in traffic, and he's simmering, he's simmering, and you know, babies are crying, doesn't, you know, and babies are popping up in his car, he doesn't even know, and they're crying, just aggravation over and over and over, and then he just explodes and bah, bah, you know. Um, see, that's Bruce Lee. That That's relatable. You know, that that's why so many people, not just Asian people, but, like, so many people around the world can relate to Bruce Lee. Because that guy literally explodes in anger. You know, he's kind of like the drunk father that... Uh, that could actually fight, that was capable, so you, you were actually scared when he threatened you, like, he wasn't just like, you know, you better listen to me, or I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna mess you up, and all this stuff, you know, not, not like bar guys, uh, this guy had been, this guy was born angry, he punched his way out of a womb, and if anybody messed with them, uh, you know, he didn't have to be like, okay, okay, I don't want to go to HR, I, d- I don't want to deal with this, he would just be like, yeah, and don't we all want to do that sometimes, uh, certainly the guys at Woodstock 99 wanted to, oh my god, horrible, horrible thing, but, um, yeah, I don't know, you know, I, I, I have songs from uh, from uh, Kid Rock and stuff, I don't know, it, it's just weird, Kid Rock is in a Woodstock concert, so, so it's uh, Limp Bizkit, yeah, I don't know, uh, you know, not like even back then, when I had, uh, when I was a moron still, I, I, I didn't even contemplate going up there, because, yeah, I, I could see how well my dumbass would be doing up with a bunch of frat boys. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I went upstate once to see a Green Day concert, and, and some of those jackasses are starting enough, starting fights. Enough to the point where, um, what is it, Billy Joe Armstrong had to go, Hey, you frat boys, you stop that, you stop that. Yeah, some kid friggin' elbowed me, and I elbowed him, he elbowed me, and then I was just like, wow, this guy might might be pretty strong, maybe I better stop elbowing him, but, um, I think, I think that's the only concert where uh, I actually got up close, it was, it, I think it was like general admission, so, um, you, you kind of was crammed up towards the front, 
and I wasn't that close, but uh, I saw Green Day twice. Once in Detroit, where they were as big as yeah, I mean they could have been anybody, but uh, upstate, I don't I don't know what it is. Yeah, got pretty close because it was general admission, and uh, got only half a beating. Um, uh, but uh, again, I wasn't one for the mosh pits. Um, not unless I was, you know, armed. Yeah, mosh pits <laughs> tend to clear out if you're armed. Um, well, this was before Columbine. You know, Columbine is actually a flower. Um, you know, think of all the flower collectors and, you know, people that, like, raise, like, like, like plants and, and stuff like that. And every time they say Columbine, you, you have this uh, kind of association with, uh, with with white guys with automatic weapons and uh, who, who are mental and have this kind of um, trench coat mafia. I, I I don't know, man. Trench coat mafia. You, you, you there had to have been a better. I mean that that name is only scary on hindsight. You think about it, right? Because I if, when I was in high school, uh, which was you know back when, uh, you know right after they invented the light bulb. Uh, yeah, trench coat mafia wouldn't scare anybody. It only scares people now because it just means active. It's shorthand for active shooter, you know. Kind of the way my my name Danny is like shorthand for for unfunny. Um, let's see here. What else? So I, yeah, I haven't seen Shang Chi yet. Uh, Aquafina's in it. Uh, she is from Flushing, where I grew up as well. Uh, one of us is significantly more successful than the other. But then again, I am not Asian Macy Gray. So uh, we have that going for me. Uh, let's see. What else? Did I see any good movies? No, there are no good movies anymore. That was a trick question. Movies kind of stink. Uh, I, I, I saw The Black Widow, uh, which is basically... Uh, they're, they're getting the next Black Widow... Uh, the the girl from Florence Pugh, Pugh Pugh from um, Midsummer. I think that's how you pronounce it. Midsummer that 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 movie that horror movie where they go to I don't know what is it Sweden or something, and all the shenanigans ensue. And uh, I, I think the most disturbing part, a spoiler alert, the most disturbing part of that movie was um, a guy finding a, a pubic hair put there on purpose in his in his pie. Um, I've had that happen to me, um, not intentionally, and it was disturbing enough. Uh, but to know that that's how Swedish girls apparently favor you by putting their pubic hair in, in your in your pie making it a literal hair pie um that's just not cool man i mean i would definitely have walked up to that girl been like this isn't this isn't sexy or cool um yeah i i I don't uh even if you put it in a um i was gonna say in a fish that's that's just so stupid all right that's so juvenile god damn it didn't you learn anything from woodstock 99 danny you disgusting piece of crap yeah um yeah, that really bothered me. All the killing and crap. I, I, I didn't even follow it. I, I didn't Half the time, I didn't know what, what was going on. I was one of those guys that had to be like, what What the, what the hell did I just watch? And, and had to watch, like, YouTube 
YouTube guys explain it. And I'm like, how did... First of all, these guys on YouTube that do the movie explanations, they don't look that smart. Um, they are obviously getting the notes from someone. Like, it's probably like a press kit that, uh, that, that the studio or, um, you know, I don't know, somebody's giving it to them. Because I'm, I'm almost positive these, these morons are not able to draw these conclusions, Okay. I've, I've taken film analysis and I'm looking at this and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about, you know? And, and these guys are like, dude, dude, this is what the symbolism means. And I'm like, dude, dude, shut up. You don't know anything, you moron. God damn it. I could even say, dude, dude, and just re- regurgitate whatever the hell, you know, because you, you, you watch a few of these things, you notice that almost all of them, all these guys are saying, like almost verbatim the same thing and i'm like these these are not insights on their own okay because if they were insights drawn on their own they would be so much more screwed up especially if they're from guys it's all going to be like sex sex and, and uh you know the the cars are so symbolic of of uh of sperm and you know because because guys are stupid that way and the girls would be like uh uh, this is symbolic of um, how we get 70% on the dollar in pay rates. And I'm just like, ah, this is real. Because this is just basically a reflection of how angry the, the, the host is. Which is like 90% of like film criticism, right? You just have to, if you want to, if you want to hear a perverted take, you go to the perverted film critic, right? The guy that has, uh, has issues, obviously. But, um... Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I, Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was all right. It was pretty funny, and they had the fat Russian guy. He's like, uh, I, that was. Uh, but he was the guy from uh, Stranger Things, and he he was cool. And I, I thought the new Black Widow was was pretty cool. I, I thought it was weird that the new Black Widow had a Russian accent, but uh, Scarlett Johansson didn't have a Russian accent. But she was the original. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't care. All right. <laughs> it was all silly. It, it's stupid. But because, uh, I, I mean, I mean, there was a joke like I, I don't think because uh, because the Avengers are all super powered except for like what Arrow, Arrowhead, Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow who have to take, like, aspirin every time they fight. I'm like, dude, you wouldn't have to take aspirin. You'd be dead in, like, the first 10 seconds of a fight. You know, I, I have no idea. I don't care how well-trained you are, okay? Um, yeah, I mean, Bruce Lee running into that would get killed uh, if you were not dead already. Like, uh, it's just... I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anybody's watching these... Um, Marvel movies thinking, hey, I, I can do that. If you are, you are such, you know, just send your kid, just drop him in the ocean on a raft and say, you know what? I'm going to leave you on this raft for like a day and then don't come back for a week and tell him, you remember when I said it was gonna, only going to be a day and then you got really scared that I didn't come back? Um, yeah, that's life. That's how life is. How long is this going to last? What? 
that's how like watching one of these movies is it's like how long is this gonna last what huh what? how are they gonna kill all these guys what impossible do eh? you know i guess the thing is in a world with like machine guns and whatnot like why are they always fighting hand to hand you know um can you imagine that in like an army movie or something all right, guys. They're they're gonna let's let's drop these 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 guns with bullets in them and let's go punch them out because um that that's more efficient and, and and the whole purpose of war and fighting is obviously to to save lives. Uh, that's why we have guns that shoot lead and kill people. And uh, that is why people are so not scared of when some lunatic runs into a school or or a a Walmart with one of these things. Um, Yeah, that's my that's my deep thought today. Uh, The thing, the reflection that, uh, yeah, um, people tend to run away from guns, uh, probably because of the bullets they contain. Um, yeah, surprise, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, what else is there? Oh, the, I was, I was gonna, I was talking about The Fisherman. Sorry. Uh, The Fisherman by John Langdon or something. I don't know. That, that's a good, uh, cosmic horror book. That, that was fantastic. That was like the only book that, uh, I, I've read in that I have that, um, I can say that I didn't have to kind of put down cause I was bored. Or I just kind of kind of lost me. Like I read the troop. Um, well, I made it towards like the last fifty pages or something. Now people have been telling me the troop is so scary, and I I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm a more literary person. I, I like the fisherman more. Um, the troop just kind of just reminds me of the John Carpenter's The Thing, uh, and the whole idea uh, no I, I just didn't like it that much it, it was okay you know uh, definitely okay but um, yeah the fact that like I and, and like I, I read most of it which is you know means that it, it you know it, it's okay but people are telling me how gruesome and yeah they have gruesome descriptions and whatnot but I think there's no real mystery or no real sense of cosmic horror, existential dread, and all that stuff. That uh, I guess it's it's not it's more of a conventional horror book. Uh, it's not like uh, a Lovecraftian cosmic horror that that the Fisherman is. Now the the only problem with the Fisherman is that 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 name of the, the that title in the cover on the title it doesn't really. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really pique any interest. <laughs> you know, it's just like, well, I, I, I don't fish. What the hell? Um, if if they would have called it something like, yeah, if you fish in these places, you will, you will think twice about the fragility of life and uh, think about um, it, it, how death can be the sweet release that life obviously is not because ergo examples, you know, I might have 
might have tipped me off as to what the book was more about. I, I think I, I got it off a recommendation of uh, off a, uh, one of these YouTube horror channels. And I was just like, I, I'm surprised that people put the troop above uh, The Fisherman. The Fisherman definitely is one of, uh, I think it's a book that will stand the test of time. It was very well done. I think it took the guy like 10 years to write. I mean, it it, it is really rich. Um, and I think he had problems because it was too literary, he said, for some horror uh, publishers and too... I don't know. Not enough boobies for... I have no idea. It's something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is very literary. I think the guy's a professor. But I liked it a lot more. I thought it was a much more enriching and engaging read than uh, The Troop. And I'm not saying that to knock on Canadians, because The Troop takes place in Canada, and the, the author's Canadian. But for all the hype, and all the lists that that thing ended up on... And for me to read it and it, for it to be so straightforward and for them to to put they, they have this device where they put in news bulletins and, and stuff like that. It's like you're giving away the story, essentially. And I'm like, unless there's this huge twist and if there is, I'm almost done with the book. But unless there's this huge twist, this is the most straightforward kind of the, the story in and of itself is just. It, it, it's just so straightforward. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, wh- why would I care? You know, there's no mystery to it. I mean, something horrible happens, and it just keeps happening and happening and happening, and I don't care about these guys. Um, I mean, the writing's okay, but the writing's not, not nearly as good as uh, The Fisherman. I'm not just saying that because the guy from uh, the Fishman, I think he's a professor up in uh, somewhere in New York, and uh, that the Fishman actually takes place, I think, in upstate New York uh, versus the Canadian, the troop. But you know, you know how I feel about Canadians and like the inevitable war we're going to have uh, with Canada. No, we're not going to have a war with Canada. Um, I had a joke about Canadians being nice, and you know. I did it at an open mic, and um, no Canadians there, but, so, I mean, the thing is, if you're going to pick somebody to make a joke about, I mean, Texans are, uh, not not all Texans, but uh, 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 like 50% are belligerent as hell, make fun of Texas, they'll, they'll charge you with a bayonet, they'll charge each other with a bayonet just because uh, the Cowboys lost, you know, the, uh, lost the preseason game, they're, some of these guys are freaking uh, uh, gorillas wearing straw hats, it's like, where, where do you get this mentality, you moron, but, um, yeah, I mean, you can make fun of Canadians all day, what are they gonna do, nicey to death, you know, and they're not even that nice. I, I, you know, I know plenty of people uh, from the Midwest that live up in the border of, uh, you know, the United States and Canada. And uh, if they're so nice, why is there a border guard, right? I don't know. They were kind of nice, though. Uh, we did go over to Canada. And uh, Canada is very much like um, the United States uh, up north. It's freaking cold all right all you see is white not just the people but just you're snow blind and your eyeballs are frozen to your eyelids and you're just driving blind 
and everyone in the Midwest, you know, the people, most of the people, most of my friends in the Midwest are Midwestern nice, and they're just like, oh, you get used to it, Dan. I'm like, I can't see, man. I can't see. Oh, snow blindness will only last a week. You got to let your eyes thaw. It's like, I can't see. God damn it. And they they don't panic at all. One time I was in, in a car with uh, my, my friend. Uh, yeah, I'm going to mention their names. What is it? This was years and years ago. If, you, if any of them listen to this podcast and they get pissed off, you know, screw you, man. It's been like years since this has happened. But I think Colleen was driving and, and, and Bruce and Sarah were in behind us. And uh, all of a sudden, Colleen just goes, it's okay. It's okay. And I think she's having like uh, one of these seizures where she's seeing like um, imaginary people. And she's like, it's okay. It's okay. I'm like, what's okay? Are you being preemptively nice because you live next to Canada? Like, what? what is your problem? And then the car starts to slowly through spin out. And there's nothing you can do because there's just snow and we're hoping we won't go off a cliff or something. And I'm like, Jesus. And I noticed that she, she doesn't even, I, I don't think she had her uh, hand on the steering wheel and I was just hoping she was, like, developing telekinesis or something. And, you know, you can't break, so we're spinning around. And I'm, like, hoping that there's nobody behind us. And then, you know, lo and behold, we're facing the wrong way. And there is no one behind us, fortunately for us. So we do, like, a whole spin out in slow motion. And they're all, you know, I'm the only one that's from the Northeast. They're all from the Midwest. And they're all laughing. They're, like, high-fiving each other. They're like, ha-ha! Oh, Dan, I bet you never been through that. I'm like, oh, my God, what are you laughing about? You you people are the kind of people that would, like, get ejected from an airplane by accident, you know, without a parachute, and then somehow live. Two, two years later, come out of the coma and be like, woo, wow, that was a pickle, wasn't it? You know, it's just like, what the hell, man? You know, don't you guys get angry? I don't get angry anymore, but that's mostly the medication. Nah, that's, uh, I don't get angry anymore because uh, cosmic horror, that's life. It's a cosmic joke. Well, let me put it to you that way. Read The Fisherman if you... No, The Fisherman doesn't have much of it. I, I, I was actually writing um, a draft of a, a story about, uh, about my own uh, thing. And then I stopped and uh, started writing something new because I'm an idiot. No, I, I can finish things, but, uh, yeah, um, sometimes when you write something really long, you just have to stop after a while and kind of get your bearings, because, you, you know, you, you're kind of droning on at that point. Maybe you write something shorter just to, uh, you know, get your bearings back, um, the great film director from Hong Kong, Wong Kar Wai, apparently did that with a movie called Ashes of Time, which was a big budget, um, kind of, you know, Chinese kung fu thing, historical thing. So it took a lot of money and time, and he was he was already very unorthodox in the way he worked. So I think in the middle of it, he kind of lost his place in, in terms of the story, lost the feel for the story, and... I think that's how um, Chunking Express and Fallen Angels, he just was just like, look, I'm going to just crank out a really quick movie because I'm just burning out on the 
huge long ass story kind of do something completely different wipe the palate you know that's why they give you that ice cream or whatever sometimes at some of these fancy places so you can get the uh the taste of uh veal and other dead animal flesh out of your mouth so you can get ready for the uh, next baby thing you're gonna eat but um so yeah sometimes i'll do that because you know nobody's waiting for the stuff i write if they are they're waiting for a bunch of typos <laughs> it's like dan where'd you get your training well considering i'm not considered good enough to get into a training program um yeah uh, uh yeah you don't uh, you kind of have to uh learn a lot of stuff on your own which is fine um but uh yeah you're gonna you're gonna get weird situations like this um the, the whole point is life is unpredictable right it, it is definitely unpredictable like for instance um i might develop powers of levitation you right now you're th- thinking wow danny's really lost at this time it's like no i mean think about it Everything is different and, 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 and impossible until it happens. And uh, then, like a bunch of morons, uh, we, we, we treat it like it's casual. Like it is not something that is very unusual. Like, um, and, I, and I know I'm picking a lot of um, uh, Asian um, examples here. Um, it just happens, and I'm not belittling the uh, efforts of other races or whatnot or whatever, um, you know. So, so just just shut up about that. But um, the guy uh, Sho- Shohan Otani, the the baseball player from Japan, that's in uh, the Anaheim Angels. Uh, oh wait, no, the Los Angeles Angels. That's like five hours away from Los Angeles. Great move, guys. Yeah, that that's if if people from outside of California only knew how far Anaheim is from Los Angeles, it's, it's like a joke. But uh, yeah, that guy Sho, Shohan o, Otani. I, I don't know what the hell his name is. He was on my favorite Japanese team though, the, the Nippon Ham Fighters. Uh, when I was younger, I thought the name of the team was the ham fighters i was like that is the most awesome name i don't even get that i even have a t-shirt but apparently uh, shirts that you get from japan their larges are like our smalls and i'm like what what the hell uh, i guess japanese people are smaller than us i should have figured that except for sumos so i have a n- nippon it, it's nippon ham and then the name of the baseball team is the fighters not the Ham Fighters, which is an infinitely better name. So I, I plunked down like 18 bucks to get a, 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 a T-shirt from Japan. And it's too small or I'm too fat or a combination of both. So um, anyway, the, the baseball player, he pitches and he hits. He's leading the league in home runs. And he, he's a quality pitcher. And he's very fast. He can steal bases. It's like I, I. That's like Babe Ruth. Like you know, who nobody's done that in like a hundred years or, or whatever. And this guy's doing that. And uh, he doesn't speak English. Like, uh, like yeah. Like he's probably like running and hitting, and he he doesn't. He probably doesn't even know what the game's about. 
he's just like, good, good. And they're like, yeah, 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 good. H- hit it, hit it far again, as far as you can. Okay, good. No, you, uh, but, um, yeah, nobody thinks that's going to happen until it happens. Like nobody thinks like, uh, like, uh, a Michael Jordan or Larry Bird or Magic Johnson's going to happen until it happens. But you know what? I, I used to hate Larry Bird. Uh, but the more I read about or hear about Larry Bird, it's, it's freaking hilarious how much trash talking this guy did. And you watch the games, and he is not athletic. All right, he's a stiff. He doesn't dunk or anything. But the guy just whatever you you, you do, it looks like there's no effort in it. He just shoots and shoots and shoots. And sometimes this guy just kills you with his shooting. Like, he can just make these crazy shots. And it doesn't look like... Like, you see Steph Curry shoot. And it, it, sometimes it looks effortless. That That's for sure. But he, he, he dribbles the ball. You know, he's a ball handler. So at least it looks like he's putting in effort. Like, like Larry Bird, man. could just turn around and shoot. And, and it'll go in. And, it, and people are just like, what the hell is going on? You can see people on the opposite benches laughing. This guy is not, yeah, he's not a physical specimen, that's for sure. I mean, it looks like he's like one of those guys from the 70s that probably played basketball with some chaw in his mouth or, or a cigarette, you know? It, it was, it, it's, it's hilarious watching old footage. Anyway, that's for, the, that's for the old, white, stiff basketball players out there, yeah. Uh, I know you're, you're hoping Larry Bird will come back, but yeah, the entire league is way too athletic for that. I, I know you're thinking um, Dirk was like Larry Bird. No, no, no. Dirk was like the guy from Rocky, though the Rocky where Apollo Creed died. Yeah, Dirk is not, uh, you know, they, they he's like the Russian guy, you know. He, he's just, he can shoot, but he's like seven feet tall or whatever. You know, uh, Larry Bird just, you can tell he wants to win, but it doesn't look like he has like the physical gifts. Does he, you know, and he's just like, Shh. I don't know. He's just willing the ball into the, into the hoop. It's, it's, it's freaking hilarious. I don't know. Anyway, uh, enough about old white basketball players. Why, why don't we pick somebody else? Uh, yeah. You know, Michael Jordan had physical gifts. And, but Michael Jordan, you know, back then, those guys looked like they wanted to win the game. Like, uh, now you watch now for all the super teams and stuff. They want to win the game, but they, you know, it, back in the day when they weren't making as much money, it looked like um, like they were playing uh, because somebody had one of their kids hostage. Like, they were really wanted to win. Like, Michael Jordan's a psychotic, man. Um, I know I've said this plenty of times, but, you know, I just don't know how many episodes I've done of this thing. Um, oh yeah, I went on Twitch a few times. Uh, my, uh, my video camera, my, uh, whatever is, is out. Um, and so that, that stuff on Twitch is lost to the annals of time. Um, that's actually kind of fun going on Twitch if uh, I had, like, more than, like, one person stumbling into the room watching, uh, you know, normally drunk, you know, belligerent, typing in random stuff, like, you know, you think you're funny, but uh, K-H-Y, you know, just 
tapping on random keys, thinking he's they're they're actually sending you a real message. I'm like, dude, learn to read or type. I don't know what you're what you're trying, what kind of insult you're trying to tell me. My, my God. Um. So yeah. So, yeah, I went on Twitch a few times. Okay, I think I'm almost up here. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, it's almost an hour. This thing's about to shut off. All right, nice seeing you again. Take it easy. Take care.